Single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone, but you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Single Parent Advocate community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, single parent founder, Stacey Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. All right, folks, you found us, the Single Parent Advocate Podcast. I am Daryl Moody, joining you from my uh, home studios here in Orlando, Florida. Stacy Poitras, she is the Single Parent Advocate. She's in those beautiful Hi, everybody. SPA studios there at the VentureX Louisville, the Realm at Castle Hills in Dallas, Texas. And we're joined again by Brent Sutcliffe. Of course, he is using his uh, Twitch channel, Rack TV, all to raise money for Single Parent Advocate. How was your week, guys? How are we? I've been doing really good. We um, have totally been hitting the ball out of the park with all of our school supplies. Got a huge thank you to say to Matthew Six Ministries and I think even some more folks that are going to be coming alongside of us. Um, so I have boxes, Daryl, boxes and boxes of school supplies in my living room and <laughs> getting ready to load in and start sorting and stuffing into backpacks. And then, um, you know, coming back from vacation is kind of crazy. I, 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 I have been so busy. It has really been, you know, hard to stay on top of everything. I felt like, you know, I'd worked a little bit while I was there on my vacation, um, but I think I only worked enough just on the urgent things that were timely. And then when I got back, it was like, whoa, Katie, bar the door. Yeah. Well, that's what we want to talk about this week because uh, it is the summertime and you just got back from vacation. I've got a vacation this weekend. Uh, many American families are planning their vacations, but uh, for single parents, you know, no vacation is just a vacation. A vacation is a, an adventure in and of itself. But uh, you and I are, are both kind of taking personal trips. You uh, went down to the Bahamas with some friends. I'm going to go fishing with my buddies. But let's start with your vacation. I'm way more jealous of yours. Uh, how, how, where, you were in the Bahamas. Where were you? What did you do? Who are you with? All right, so I have a really, really uh, dear friend from church. Um, I, we've been friends for more than 15 years. And uh, she moved to Florida right before the COVID pandemic really shut us all down last March. And so she literally moved to Florida, her and her dog, got her apartment, moved in, and then the world shut down. And so I haven't ever gone to see her apartment. So the whole idea about me going to see her when it was safe to travel again and everything has kind of been floating around for a while. Well, it turns out, you know, for her birthday, she had another another girlfriend who has property in the Bahamas. And so we basically accompanied her friend to uh, the Cat's Meow on Elbow K, and um, we had a girl's trip. Um, Kat had a lot of work to do on her home uh, or on her property there and uh, so she you know was kind of busy and so we it was sort of like a working kind of calm but not calm vacation because it was Elizabeth's birthday also so we had to do a lot of frolicking <laughs> so, but we went to a place called um, uh, the Firefly for Sunset, and we went to a restaurant one night, and every day we'd walk on the beach. We went on a boat ride and uh, went snorkeling at Rainbow Reef, and, you know, just really, you know, 
I think the, the thing I learned was how devastated the Bahamas really were and are still bouncing back from after Hurricane Dorian back in 2019. It really flattened everybody's uh, property. They went for a year and a half without power. And uh, now that people are back, and, and particularly uh, homeowners there or cottage people that have cottages and houses that they lease out for um, like Airbnb or, um, you know, what is it called? VRBO, where they yeah. have vacation the, rentals yeah. by Hold owner. On. Yeah, timeshares, things like that. Mm -hmm. So these 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 properties, the roofs came off. I literally took a picture of uh, there's a door standing and a stairwell going to nowhere, you know, (laughs) and they weren't connected anymore. And so it just it it was really eye opening watching how everybody's really, you know, uh, coming back. We went we even went to a different island called Man of War. And Man of War was flattened even worse. Literally, um, it had uh, a sale. Uh, there's a shop there that they uh, make uh, purses and bags and things like that out of sailing material. And that's supposed to be like this really great place to go, great souvenir, especially if you're a girl. And they were literally working in their yard, you know had built a temporary building, you know, and everybody was so grateful to have some visitors. So sure. it was beautiful. The water was turquoise. I saw all kinds of fish. Um, but I would say that the the main thing for me was I got to see my, my dear friend after this pandemic, after her moving, and um, I was so grateful. And, you know, uh, because we stayed at Kat's house, you know, that was the only reason why I would have been able to do something like that. You know, it would have been inordinately expensive for me to go and rent a property like that. So well, not her to generosity of, was awesome. But not to mention a lot of the infrastructure there to support tourists just isn't back up and running yet, especially Mm-mm. where you were. You oh, know, no. You talk, about, you talk about Hurricane Dorian. Uh, I can remember covering that storm in 2019, and I actually went down to West Palm Beach where we were expecting it to make landfall in Florida. And it just sat over the Bahamas for 48 hours and just wrecked. Uh, Grand wow. Bahama Island at Freeport was was really bad. Uh, just just massive devastation. I don't think they'll ever have an accurate uh, death count as far as how many people lost their life in, in lives in that storm. Just a just a real mess. But um, it, can't get you can't get past how beautiful it is. I oh, mean, it was know, beautiful. It was interesting. Inside. Yeah, like I was, I'm sitting on a flattened or walking, you know, on a flattened church foundation that you know they had a cross and overlooking the ocean on Manowar Cay, and it just. It was weird. Like in in one direction is all of this natural beauty and colors of water I've never seen before, and right next to me is devastation. You know, just they, there's no way to put it all back together again. You know, um, but, I, but I'm to sure your they point, will. You know, one of the best ways to help the island recovery is to go on vacation to the Bahamas and spend money. I mean, they need that revenue. You yeah. know, as badly now as ever. So it's yeah. great that you were able to get down there. Well, I was able to see an old friend and make some new friends and kind of unplug. And I really haven't been on a girl's trip in in a long, long time. And so, you know, I really, it was good medicine for me to be with my sisters. It really was. 
I've got a I've got a boys trip myself this weekend. Uh, I'm going to be going to a little town called Homosassa on the Gulf Coast of Florida. Here, uh, it's a little further north of Tampa. They call it the Nature Coast. Uh, no beaches, that sort of thing. It's more estuaries, and, and there's the cool thing about where I'm going in Homosassa is uh, you can actually go uh, dive, uh, snorkel by a coral reef there in Homosassa Bay. Get on the boat take about 30 minutes uh, and, and go inland and you're at Homosassa Springs. Whereas you and I talked about before we started recording the show, you can actually swim with the manatees. Uh, it's a really neat place. Mm -hmm. We've got a, a fish camp right on the water. It's going to be uh, myself and, and four or five guys that I grew up with. And uh, we do this. This is our third summer taking the fishing trip to Homosassa. And it's just, you know, especially as, as a single parent, you know, those kinds of trips like the one you just took are so important for kind of recharging our batteries. Uh, but not mm -hmm. only that, it's just it's important to stay connected to the people who knew you before you were a mom, before you were a dad. It's, it's you know, those friendships for me, in, in the case of my friends, I mean, we, I've known these guys 30, 40 years. We all grew up together. Uh, and it's just so important to take that time for yourself. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we were talking about is how when you get away, you also kind of have a, a open mind, your mind opens up about different options, whether you're thinking through, you know, like career, uh, career or job uh, items, like I was thinking about different ways that I could expand my advertising agency, you know, uh, or expand some of the services. And um you know, I wouldn't. I don't think if, while I was just doing all the tasks here, you know, through the week, I would have thought about that, you know. And so it was really pretty cool, you know, talking about, uh, you know, a lot of videography and things that we do um, and taking it, you know, maybe down a different business vertical than what we've been working, you know, with only right now, which is largely hospitality. So. Yeah, it can kind of recharge your batteries. Getting out and about can help expand your mind, you know. And um, I don't know, adventure is, adventure is fun. You know, I'm an adventurer too. So what kind of fish do you catch there? Uh, well, last year we caught, uh, caught redfish, caught a snapper, caught uh, sheep's head, I want to say maybe. Can't remember exactly, but but the thing that I enjoy about the fishing trip we do every year is we eat what we catch, you know, and, and we're staying at a fish camp. So, you know, just take the boat mm -hmm. back into the dock, clean your fish right there. You, there's usually some sort of wildlife waiting for you to, to pick at the scraps that you throw there on the water. And uh and yeah, we fish, we 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 cook it up right there. I mean, there is no better seafood in the world than redfish right out of the bay. Oh wow. So Brent, tell me and Daryl. What are your vacation plans and what's your take on vacationing and how it helps us? Um, I think that Daryl really hit it on the money that it's really, it doesn't matter where you do it or how you do it. It's the idea of recharging uh, because we go so hard with everything that we do and with, in a, in a single, from a single parent perspective, you know, especially having a balanced work and kids, you know, you can get pretty fried doing all that every day you know, and, and you guys are both single parents. I fortunately have a, have someone to help me in that regard, but I mean, still being both mom and dad and dealing with uh, groceries and dinner and school and homework, you just got to get away and recharge every now and then, or else you're just going to stay fried, you know, and it doesn't really matter how you do it. You can find a way to do it at home if you need to. 
you know, and uh, it's uh, just the thought of recharging your battery sticks with me, you know. So there are some jobs I'll do from time to time where I'll drive and I can find a few minutes there to just kind of recharge and think and, you know, it feels a bit different and out of the way. And you just you just got to it's it's perfectly healthy, absolutely healthy to do that. I like I like the idea of staycations. I, you know, um, my son and I, uh, when he was young, we had a timeshare. And so I would drive to the timeshare usually because I couldn't afford to pay for the timeshare and the airfare. So we'd load mm-hmm. up in the car and I'd get an audio book or something for us to listen to. And we'd drive. We drove from Texas to Florida all the way down to Key West and back one year. And, you know, for some people, the drive is not a part of the vacation. But for us, I really feel like the drive is part of the vacation because we were listening to stories. You know, uh, he was taking naps. We had, you know, you know, neat places to go eat along the way. And I'd always try to find like a new place for us to stop, you know, and have like a a little bit of an adventure even on the road you know but then um there were other times where you know i couldn't go to the timeshare or pay for the airfare either one and i had staycations and so i'd uh you know try to find things around dallas fort worth area for us to go do or you know maybe just north texas I think a good vacation, though, too, for us was um, going to see my dad and my my family. You know, they live um, in South Texas, so it takes about 10 hours to drive there. Back in the day, uh, they also uh, had a, a period of time where they lived in the uh, Tucson, Arizona area. And so I 16 hours to drive there. So sometimes we would just load up and go see the family. You know, we talked about, you know, the value of going to see friends. But sometimes you go see your family. It's awesome to just go and rest and let them love on your kids and let you have a, you know, a little bit of break yeah. and, and uh, get some TLC yourself. When you talk about staycation, Stacey, I'm, I'm spoiled where I live. I mean, I live at the vacation capital of the world. So, you know, we did a staycation back in April. We stayed at the uh, uh, Cabana Bay Resort at, at Universal Orlando and uh, never left the hotel. Honestly, we didn't even go to CityWalk. We we're supposed to go to CityWalk uh, one of the nights. And uh, my sister came down with her kids and stayed. You know, we both got rooms and it was awesome. They've got resort pools. Uh, you know, staycations are great. You know, if you live somewhere where, where they have those kinds of amenities, uh, you know, Dallas has a has a lot there as well. But uh, yeah, to, to your point about staycations, we're lucky. And, you know, I'm only an hour away from the beach. So we usually do a, a, a Labor Day beach weekend as well. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Well, Go ahead, Brent. No, I was just going to say, you know, to add to the, both of those points, like, DFW does have a lot of stuff to do, you know, and to Stacy's point, one of one of my son and I, the last time we drove out West to see my folks, we actually stopped at the Grand Canyon and stopped at several little places. It's like you said, to make a little adventure out of it because my uh, folks live about three hours North of LA. So we stopped and went into universal and stopped there for the day and uh, saw some of the shows and did some of the things there. And my son uh, was talking about that the other day, wanted to go again sometime you know, so I was like, well, maybe someday when we can drive out West again, you know, <laughs> that'd be cool as well. Um, but I was just throwing that in there. That, that was, it was just, a, it, would, it brought up a neat memory when you're talking about just driving and 
seeing oh, yeah. places, things like that. Well, and you know, in uh, the Universal, they have a new roller coaster. If I do remember, what's it called? The Raptor? The Velocicoaster. The Velocicoaster. Yeah, Velociraptor or something like that. Oh, man, I saw an advertisement for that. I am. I need to go to the Velocicoaster really bad. It's going to be awesome when I get there. But I think that, you know, if we're to talk about the importance of vacations, you know, and ideas and things like that, you know, I think, I think where, where I'm headed in my life is sometimes the vacation is part of my life plan. You know, like I have to budget for it. I know I need to get away. I have to budget time for mm. it. I have to, you know, prepare for it so I can go, you know. And I would be in my in my own priority system, like there's some things I would do without just so I could go on vacation. You know, if, if it was an either or scenario, I probably, you know, would would give up something in my regular everyday budget just to make sure I could get out of town at least once a year, you know. What about well, you, you guys? About the, you talk about the theme park, Stacey. My problem is I grew up here. So, you know, I tell people all the time, you're never going to have as much fun at Disney World as I did from like 1986 to like 1992. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, it's not fair to like cheat my kids out of that experience. So, you know, I find myself, you know, begrudgingly going over to the theme parks with the kids. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, you know, I, I take for granted that, you know, I've had it my entire life and my kids are like, no, 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 we want to go to Disney. We want to go to Disney. And I'm like, ah, come on. Disney's old, but it's not <laughs> old to them. So for me, the challenge is, you know, I'd much rather go to the beach and post up somewhere and watch the waves crash. But I have to remember that, like, you know, I have little girls and they love princesses and there are plenty of princesses. You got to get the Disney. spark back in your eyes, Daryl, and make it all new again. You know, you've got to well, find did, something did, new. To your point, I have I have kind of found that watching my kids experience that stuff for the first time. Oh, we'll see. Like I, I never rode the Dumbo ride, but I rode it with my youngest one, Claire, and I was like, wow, how could I have never, how did I never ride this before? And it was great. So yeah, for me, uh, the first time I saw my kids light up, you know, on a ride or, or seeing Mickey for the first time, like that was like, okay, now I understand why we're doing this. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I, I here in Dallas, you know, we have Six Flags and we have all different kinds of water parks and things like that. And I, I see what you mean about, you know, wow, okay, it's time to go back to Six Flags for our annual Six Flags trip, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, think about a way to make it interesting and fun. Like, if, you know, if life gives you a do-over and you get to do it over, then, you know, what are you going to do differently while you're there or discover, you know, to make things a little more fresh, mm -hmm. you know. I, I think I think that's that's a really good advice. You know, I used to love to go on museum tours also. I, when my mom was alive, I would go um, to the art museums with her or wherever uh, we could go, the science museum or different things, you know, and, and we'd all go around town and as much as she could walk and as much as she could take, we would we would go and then we'd always have lunch and uh, I'd take her home, you know, but I think, you know, just finding an escape whether it's close to your home or with family or with friends or a long escape or a short escape, the idea is to take some time to unwind 
and refresh your batteries. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, curiosity, you know, find something you're curious about and learn about it and go see see it you know like glass blowing i've always loved glass art you know i like to go watch people do glass blowing and now that it's opened back up for a little bit for us all to travel and and to do that you know it'd be really a shame to to uh you know lock yourself in for for too much of a time you know we've all learned what it's like to be locked in <laughs> right well, and I'm oh, afraid yeah. I'm afraid we might be learning again what that's like with the, the way they're talking about this fourth surge and the Delta variant. And, you know, here in Florida, the, the, the cases, you know, the positivity rate where I live in Orange County is basically tripled in the last three weeks. They're talking about masks again. It's uh, it's scary, man, for the for the people who are not vaccinated. I mean, I, you know, I'm vaccinated, so I'm not really worried about catching anything. But uh, I don't know. It's it's we could we could be back to locking down and and you know stay at home three weeks to stop the spread again but i don't know we'll have to see how that works out well in that case we will be having a vacation in our backyard and talking about backyard vacations and adventures again <laughs> which is also fun you know oh we could I, all set up a tent in our living rooms and do the podcast from inside the tents yeah <laughs> it can't be not addition <laughs> that's right and a tent in the backyard with some Chimenea and you know make the best of it yeah I mean that's all you can do a lot of times is as is, is plan for the worst and hope for the best and you know make those memories because a lot of times you know I, I there were a lot of bad times we had growing up but man I remember the good times my parents don't even remember you know I'll bring that up to my dad from time to time you know when I'm then he doesn't even remember it but I just remember him taking me to Denny's as like a six or seven year old and we had a shake and we talked and I, he's like, I don't remember that. I was like, it's just a good memory, <laughs> but you know, and we can think about the theme parks and all that stuff. And, you know, you can think about the waves crashing Daryl and your girls may just remember dad on the Dumbo ride with me someday, you know, and that's going to stand out and you're going to be like, I'm glad I did that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, why don't you Brent? why don't you bring us up to speed uh, with everything you're doing there with rack TV and, and, yeah, I know you're raising money for a uh, single parent advocate. Bring us up to speed on that effort. Um, well, it's 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 just been doing the course, you know, talking about it, spreading the word. Um, I hear soon I have about $325 or so more to donate. I'm going to keep dropping in and uh, working on some plans uh, because I've just been blessed that the audience is growing, that there's going to be more I'm going to be able to do. You know, that's more time to get the word out. And so working on the next set of uh, event plans and hopefully uh, have some more stuff to go badink-a-dink right All in right. the SBA bucket. And that's maybe another parent and maybe another kid, maybe another set of school books that we can do, you know, to put some hope in the mix. Amen. People need it. People well, need it. I was yeah. just going to say that money is going to go, you know, immediately toward the... Uh, back to school efforts that you are, are doing there, Stacy. And I know you touched on it earlier, but uh, just kind of, you know, let, where are you in that effort? So, so far we have about a hundred families uh, signed up. A hundred families usually turns into 300 or 350 children uh, and teens and students, you know, we should call them students in this setting, I guess. But um, so we'll, we'll 
be like Christmas elves. It's like Christmas in July for back to school. We'll be sorting all the, the supplies. Um, like I said, I have all the supplies uh, coming and, and several um, people at Matthew 6 Ministries uh, leaning in to make sure that we get all of them gathered and sorted and it's it's all going down we'll be um, measuring people for um, bicycles for Christmas you know uh, we always love to get a family at least one bicycle because that's a form of transportation and exercise all at the same time and then um, yeah we're, it's it, and we've already got plans uh, going for Thanksgiving with a big group in the area where we'll be doing uh, turkeys and food uh, like canned goods and stuff for Thanksgiving meals and diapers and all kinds of of outreach at Thanksgiving as well. So it's really been busy and um, I'm so blessed. I'm so thankful. Um, are there any are there any deadlines coming up for families who want to take advantage of this that sort of thing? I have sent a note out on Meetup to all of the all of the families that we have on our Meetup group that if they would like to participate in um, the back to school distribution, to please email me, and that's s t a c i e stacy dot poithress at singleparentadvocate.org. and um, I will personally make sure that we get them added to the list they will daryl have to register so what added to the list means is they'll be sent a link to register and all registrations need to be done by the end of this week so it's something to to really be on top of you know but i i'll send out another note and make sure everybody gets it who wants to attend but you know it's exciting i mean lots of schools and lots of school districts have backpacks uh, and school, uh, back to school celebrations and and events. Uh, what I love about what we do is it's really about making sure the parent is equipped to equip their child. And um, like we talked about before, you know, I think a couple of times is, you know, it's it's one thing to give a backpack to a child or. And it's another thing to empower their parent to give it to them. And so we really put a lot of, of pre-work into this. And uh, these backpacks are stuffed to the brim. And so hopefully, if there's anything left out, a parent really only has to go and get a few items versus you know spend hours and hours in the store trying to figure things out. So it's a time saver. It saves a little bit of money. Uh, for the family and then um, for the single parents themselves who are in college you know I love giving these uh, school book scholarships because school books can cost so much and mm -hmm. um, so we've got a few of those families we'll be giving um, scholarship money too for that it'll be good excellent yeah mm -hmm. and of course uh, anybody who wants to learn about this stuff go to singleparentadvocate.org uh, you can find them on uh, Instagram Facebook Twitter yep. all under single parent advocate that's it. Well, I think that's all we've got for you guys this week, right, Stacey? Anything else? Did I leave anything off the agenda, Brent? No, I mean we about covered it. I think uh, I think that's great. I'm thinking about the water you're going to be listening to, Daryl. Yeah. Uh oh. Not much talking, just the ripple of the water. I, I will be I will be on a dock before the sun goes down Friday night. Of that, I assure you. <laughs> the fishing the dock pole of in my the bay. See, I just find that fascinating <laughs> that that's the difference between a guy's trip and a girl's trip is the amount of words. 
because <laughs> girls will be talking and catching up. Guys will be fishing and it's okay to not say a word. Yeah. That yeah. we were doing that. We were talking, 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 talking. Ooh. But there were times on the beach it was it was really nice. We would just sit and listen to the water and go for a walk. Sometimes we'd walk together, sometimes we'd walk apart, you know. But yeah. Vacation. We all need one. We all need to take one. Stay connected to our friends. Refresh and if you're, our minds. If you're listening to the show, if you're watching us and you're thinking, wow, should I take a trip? Yes, you should take a trip. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to take care of yourself. Life's an adventure and it's meant to be lived. It certainly yep. is. All right. I'm going to catch some redfish for you guys this weekend. I'll be looking Sounds for great. some pictures. All right, everybody. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. You Bye. Got it.